Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning. The show is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. It is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. You've got me, Alan Hahn. you got Harry Douglas. you got Bart Scott with you today. And we got a candle going because it's – got to cleanse it. you got to cleanse the room, yeah. right? you got to get in that right vibe, mode. Set your day. And from what I see on there, we got a little what? Pomegranate going here? Yeah, it smells delicious. Smell like you can eat it, Bart. Don't be making that face, man. man they're gonna, <laughs> fireworks going to come shut us down, man. I'm going to burn I'm your sure laptop. not near Yo, any, of the, hey, any of the sensors. Yo, but Let me tell you something. Got to sit down. We got an ambiance going here, man. Yeah, Let's just see. as you're doing a read, just make sure you don't hold it over oh, there. Exactly. <laughs> They're going to shut this whole thing down. But I like it. It's the groove. It's, you know, it's Christmas week as we're heading into it. So let's get into that vibe. Burn our oriental rug down here, baby. It's a very expensive rug, too, by the way. I don't know why they put it in. Doesn't look like it. Nah, man. This oriental, man. I was told this is the most expensive item on the set. No, I can tell you. This Mm -hmm. is at least 12 G's for sure. Yeah. Look at it. This is at least 12. It's nice. Yeah, the pattern. I don't think it shows as well on TV, but in person, it's nice. Let's not dip any wax on it. We don't want to do anything damage the set. Man, that is really fr- that is really we're, we're, fruity over there. Well, that's good. Would I, would I, I like be it. responsible for it if I put wax on him? I didn't see anything. Did you I mean, see anything? Either. But the camera is kicked. The eye in the sky don't lie. Fair Fifth. point. <laughs> Fifth. <laughs> well, what did we see? What did we see last night, by the way, uh, from Tom Brady that we haven't seen before in the Bucks against the Saints? But I feel like. This is the thing when you watch and you, and you say, well, the Saints really figured it out. They know how to put pressure on Brady. They can just – they make him uncomfortable. And they shut him – I mean, how do you get Tom Brady to not score a point, not get a touchdown in a game after the way he's been playing? They say, well, that's the script that the Saints have had before. That's the script that the Giants have had before. And Bart Scott, it's a script that the Jets have had before. Well, listen, it, it, it takes a certain type of personnel. One, you have Cam Jordan, a guy who was able to get interior pressure. You saw a lot of people at the feet of Brady. But also with Brady, what you have to do, people want to play off and you know he'll dink and dunk and kill you death by a thousand paper cuts. Mm-hmm. With Tom Brady, what we always try to do is put tight man-to-man coverage to close those windows up. You have to play that two-man. You have to throw the rhythm off, the timing off, try and get him off his spot. If you allow him to just sit back there and you create you know, space for his receivers, then they're going to be able to improvise. He's going to be able to read if it's you know, back shoulder, if he's going to sit in zones, things of that sort. You know, but if you go two-man, and it takes a special corner like Latimer. Latimer, I don't care if Evans were in. He's always barbecue chicken on, on, um, on Mike Evans anyway. But, you know, you got to have a shutdown type of corner like that. And also, what they did, it was hitting. It was some real hitting going on there. Mm. You know what I mean? Tristan some, Wirfs had his hands full you know, in this game. Rex used to say all the time, man, big hits change games, right? Because guys have to make business decisions. And once they saw that people were going at the legs, look, Godwin, barbecue chicken. He was done, right? You look at Fournette, you know, chopping them down. It's like one of those things. All right, y'all don't want us hitting up top. You want these guys to be able to come across the middle. Guys like Harry filling in bold, and all of a sudden they brave. They coming in between the hashes with their chest up because they know they can't get hit. All right, I'm going to chop you down. I'm going to get to that head one way or the other. And they got the Godwin's head by chopping his legs out, and that head hit the top like Don Beebe. You got your damn mind. It's your turn now. <laughs> Come on man, now. You have to, man, I'm going to cut you. It's all good. I'm going to cut you in the run game. It's no, no, fine with me. You can't I, do that no more. Hey, but when I play I'm going to chop you in the run game. I'm going up there trying to block a big linebacker like Bart Ford. A guy coming off that edge, wreaking uh, havoc and bigger than me, more physical than me. But I tell you, when you look at this New Orleans Saints defense, it's a reason why, and I got the numbers right here in five games, these are the numbers, right? 
Brady has five games against the, uh, the New Orleans Saints. Eight interceptions, eight touchdowns, sacked 14 times, yep. four fumbles, lost two of them. It's a reason. And personnel, Bart just, just mentioned it. They have the defensive line. You look at guys like Marcus Davenport. Um, you, you, you have uh, Cam Jordan, and then uh, you have Omen Yada. But you look at the linebacker position. You got Alexander. You have uh, Demario Davis. Yeah. But the most important piece to this defense is that back end. You have guys that can man up and play man coverage yep. against their skill position players. Whether, it, whether Antonio Brown is there, whether it's Chris Godwin there, or, 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 or Mike Evans, or Gronk. They have the safeties. They have uh, Malcolm Jenkins. They have Marcus Williams. And then you look at Lattimore. Then you look at Bradley Roby. They have Adebo. They have guys across the board that can mm-hmm. guard your skill position players man-to-man. And then when you add that to, 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 to getting pressure on Brady and not letting him feel comfortable, that's why those stats are like that. That's why uh, the New Orleans Saints are 4-1 in the last five games against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I say this, they would be 5-0 and if the Saints' offense yeah. didn't turn the football over in the playoff game last year. And that, to me, when you, when, if you're a Saints fan, has got to be the most frustrating part yeah. of all this. To think about you have a defense that looks like it could be Super Bowl good. And you got an offense. This is after, of course, post-Drew Brees. Yeah. But also without Jameis Winston after his injury – you just don't have an answer there. So the offense just can't live up to what the defense has given you after all these years where the offense has been so good. Let's hear from Bruce Arians, though, because we thought the Bucs, and, and again, looking at the NFC, and you see what happened with Arizona yesterday. Detroit Lyon, look what you're – look what Papa Smurf Listen, must have been happy yesterday yeah, he was seeing the Lions win. Yeah. And, of course, if you're in Jacksonville, you were happy because guess what? In the Tankathon series – Somebody just moved into the number one spot for the draft pick. But we'll look at it the other way. At the very top of this, though, the NFC might be in someone else's hands now. We thought it was in the Bucks, but a loss like this, Bruce Arians, not happy. Yeah, I think it was big. You know, obviously the young guys, I was hoping they'd step up a little bit more, the receivers. Hmm. Overall, we just dropped too many balls, too. I mean, when we did have some guys open, and uh, they did a good job playing. You know, they played that hard man-to-man, and, and we did not do a very good job of getting open. Hard man to man. <laughs> I'm laughing because if you would have ever thought Tom Maybe Brady would have been in this game playing playing with Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, and all these guys, and what's the other guy named Darton, number one? Yeah, at, at yeah. the wide for, receiver for, position. For State or and then you no. had uh, the running back. Brady, Brady threw the running back a pass in the flat, and he dropped it. And, and Brady's facial expression and body language just told it all. He was he miserable. Basi- he basically said, I'm out here with, with, with this damn group. See, but, 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 <laughs> but, but you know what? We give Brady a lot of credit for being the GOAT. He still had Gronk out there. Scotty Miller's the guy that's made plays for him. Yeah, but, yo, Cameron Brady. Yo, and that's what happens, right? We give him a lot of credit for what he's able to do. Welcome to the rest of the world. Welcome yeah. to, to, to the NFL in 2022 when you don't have – he got two of everything. And he had good enough players to be able to put some points on the board. I mean, he had a better outfit than what the Jets had, and the Jets were able to put points on the board against the Saints. So that just tells you a lot, a, a lot about Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady, you know, it's, it's weird, right? Because we, we make excuses for all these other quarterbacks, right? Lamar Jackson, we don't, we don't give him a pass, right? He has one player, Andrews. You know, Hollywood Brown's in and out. Sammy Watkins in and out. But, you know, Tom Brady struggles, and we got to put the onus on him. It is no way the GOAT, I don't care if he's throwing the cones, should not be able to get into field goal range or should be able to put points on the board. So, I mean, maybe we got to look at Tom Brady. Maybe he's not the MVP that we thought he was. Wow. Yeah, mm. well, that, and now that asks the question, not only is that something that is up for debate again, but also who's the best team in the NFC? In the NFC that we thought was, you know, this team that was more – this 
conference that was more top-heavy. Exactly. Well, the Packers would have to be that well, team. Man, the, the Packers should have lost it. Listen, but, but I'm saying, but the Packers, Packers have to be that team. They should have lost to Huntley by yesterday. Default, though, by default, by default. Right. By default, the Packers right now. Because when you look at the Cowboys, their offense, aren't, they're not hitting all cylinders. No. And the Arizona Cardinals, they're, they're spiraling in, in, in the wrong direction right now. We don't trust um, anybody. The right Packers now. of Green Bay gave up, gave, uh, gave up 30 to, to Huntley. Right, they should have lost. And, and right, and once worst, again, your worst coach. Two point, once, this is the worst oh. two-point conversion play I've oh, ever. Don't worry, Bart. We're going to get on that. Yeah, that's got to. We're going to touch, we, on, that yeah, we've got, we're touch we've on that got, damn play call. We definitely do. We've got a lot to get to here, of course, and we want you to be part of Keyshawn J. Will Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up. The fans are hype. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans Deserve So we will discuss that. The questionable play call in the Packers-Ravens game. Bart, what's up with your coach? I mean, no, no, no. This listen, guy's – no, no, no. no you, oh, we're not now. I'm just too saying. too early, man. <laughs> we ain't been on this show in eight months. You're going to try – I don't know the T's. I don't know the clock. The hell what? I'm supposed to do? Look at the damn out times, Bart. Just <laughs> – Man, listen, man. Listen. Both teams play hard. What? I got the wheel. You're in the passenger seat. I got this. I will set you up. I'm in the back seat. I'm about to fall asleep. You, you I need answers the, on this. You, you go, can you stay up with him? And I need I answers. I I also, I have a defensive player and I have a wide receiver. This is perfect. When it comes to some of the injuries that happened to the Bucks. these two will debate whether or not what was said after the game about these hits is true or not. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Huntley takes the snap, rolls right, throws for the corner of the end zone, knocked away, they were looking for Andrews at the pylon. The Packers are up one with 42 seconds remaining. Just going to try to get the win right there. You know, in, in overtime, I think our chances of winning right there were a little bit higher than in overtime. Felt good about it, thought we had a good play. And I, I don't have an issue going for, for two, but they did it after the wrong touchdown. For all the guys that are down 
for the Baltimore Ravens to play that type of game. I'm sure John Harbaugh's thinking, you know what, let's go win the doggone thing right here, right now. Welcome back. That was the call on ESPN Radio. It's KJM, Alan Hahn, Harry Douglas, Bart Scott in. And so, all right, Bart, I, I need you bleed Ravens purple. No doubt. Purple and black runs through your veins. As much as I want to no say black. that it's purple green. And gold. Purple and gold, no black. What do you mean? That's an alternative number. Never mind. That's an alternative? The helmet. The helmet. I feel like this black is a big part of the color scheme in Baltimore. Am I wrong, Harry? No, it's like no when black. You think it's of, no black. When you think of the Ravens, you don't think purple and black? You think yeah. purple yeah. and gold? No, purple and black. Yeah. What are you saying? It's no black in it. There isn't? Okay, so yeah, why now we got to pull. Why do they wear black pants in the uniform? Well, that's because well, really no, they made us have an alternate color. An original colors came. That alternate color is like you know every I mean? week. That's, that's like the red with you know. What I mean? It's that's not like alternate if you wear it every week. We used to it's lose. Not, <laughs> it's no longer alternate. We used to lose those all the time too. <laughs> yeah, right. we wear them with big. I'm games. literally so googling. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm probably, literally googling you. I'm telling you, it's purple images. It's Ravens. You're literally wearing bro, bro, black pants. The, the, listen, the, the Ravens have been in existence since 1996. Yes. And they just put the black pants in the black uniforms, I think, was in 2006. Before that, it was only the white. So let's see. It just has a, pur- a black stripe. It's always really gold, white, uh-huh. and purple. So for the majority, then, of the franchise's existence, black <laughs> has been a major color. Is that what you're message. Message. Well, let's, just, <laughs> let's just move on. Just want to make sure to be accurate. But for the for the second time in three weeks, yeah. John Harbaugh goes for the two point conversion for the win, mm-hmm. closing out regulation. Yeah. And it fails. That's Both fair. times they go for they go to uh, Andrews, which I mean is their best target and most targeted uh, receiver at this point. And they failed now uh, on six two point conversion tries this season. Mm-hmm. Tied with the Vikings for most in the NFL. They're two for eight overall, but they're the first team to fail twice. In the fourth quarter, going for it to try yeah. to win a game. Yep. I mean, is that you- just the aggressive thinking, or is there deeper? Is, like, is that a Ravens thing, or is there something deeper to this that Harbaugh is just not telling us of why he's not wanting to go to overtime in these games? Yeah. Have you seen their defense? Yes. Like, do you recognize any of the names on their defense? I mean, you talk about the injury bug. And listen, first of all, let me let me let me stand up and, and give a standing ovation for the effort because this is a true example about when you establish a culture, it doesn't matter what names are on the back of the jersey; it matters what name is on the front of and the Tyler jersey. Tyler Huntley started and, and, at quarterback and was solid. I'm, I'm not even going there. I'm going to the fact that you're out, Marcus Peters. That you're out. Uh, that you're out. You know, Marlon Humphreys. Jimmy Smith. And, yeah, Jimmy. They shouldn't even be in this game. I mean, this is this is laughable that they're even able to compete with the guy. Listen, you see how I many communicate. You see how many communication issues that they had with these guys. Like these guys, are guys on practice squad, guys that wouldn't even be on, wouldn't even dress half the time, and they're finding ways to be competitive in the games. I mean, you talk about why did they go for it? Because they had no choice. Like, they, they, listen, Aaron Rodgers missed about four or five throws that were wide open for big plays because they just had guys that don't have the experience, right? They, they're talking at the, at the, you know, before the snap. Listen, Huntley is making himself some money because he's short in short order showed that he is probably the yes. best, most capable backup in all the game. Right, you talk about what he did the week before, coming in, you know, pinch hitting for for Lamar Jackson after he had the ankle injury. Why do you go for it? Because you know that if you get into a, a ten more minutes, you don't have the soldiers, you don't have the you don't have the bodies to compete. Well, that's what he said the last time around, two weeks ago, when they also went for it there. Listen, now, I but gotta, I got to stop y'all because he had a damn choice. 
because the touchdown they scored before the last one, they had a choice. They could have went for two then. If you're thinking you're going to get the football and score again. And there was a higher not, percentage there. Exactly. Yep. Why not go for two at that point? Mm-hmm. And then you know when you score that last touchdown, you know exactly what you have there to do. There it is right now on ESPN2. No, this, two. Is, the, no, this, this is for the game, baby. Like, this is for the win. You know what I mean? Like, it came down to this. It right. came down to, hey, we scored with, like, you talk about marching down, no time on the clock, you know, clock going down, 42 seconds left. You had an opportunity. I always, I knew Huntley, I thought he scored too early. But, but I like, I want my chances in OT, though. No, 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 no. I want my chances in OT. Well, if they win the Rogers? toss, I understand that. But we can, uh, we can evenly say if the Ravens win the toss, they had the momentum go- if Listen, it went, they went had the right momentum. The Listen, did, did you see that? Did you see that D line from Green Bay starting to get to them? Like and in, in Huntley doing these off schedule plays. It's the law of diminishing returns. At some point, the kid's gonna make a mistake. I mean, you got to say, listen, this is all or nothing right now. Like, listen, we can't. We we got to win now because, like, Green Bay is the better team, the better outfit. And you get there, you like, listen, I guarantee you, every person for the Ravens was like, we got to go right because we don't. We get into overtime, we don't have a chance. Outside of like Aaron Rodgers gonna go down with four with four downs, Aaron Rodgers with four downs, knowing that he has to go for it, like it's a walk off. It's if normally they, a walk off. If they win the toss though, right, that, that's a that, big part, and that's your fifty. But even if right you don't there. win the toss, you you kick the field goal, then Aaron Rodgers gets the ball. You're not gonna go down there and score, I don't think, right? Because you you, you play that differently. You know they played that last drive differently because they knew they had that four downs. They had to go. All they right. had to score. I'm taking my with, chance in the overtime. With that in mind, though, the Ravens have lost three straight games. Now they're out of the playoff picture right now. It's okay. And again, losing three straight games all by two points or fewer. I haven't seen that since 2002. The Jaguars went through that in 2002. But right now, time for Straight Talk, brought by Straight Talk Wireless. Let's hear from Coach John Harbaugh and his explanation. And it sounds very similar to what he said two weeks ago. Why go for two at the end? Yeah, I'm just going to try to get the win right there. You know, in, in overtime, I think our chances of winning right there were a little bit higher than in overtime, maybe, if you calculate it out. But felt good about it. Thought we had a good play. And, uh, you know, again, they made a really good play. I got to give that safety a lot of credit for getting out there and tipping that ball. That's straight talk, but straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. All right, decision is one thing. How about the play? That's, oh. that's the one thing I have an issue with. I mean, Greg Roman, you know, he has a bit of a, um, a scouting report, so to speak. And listen, you know, any defense that's worth their weight in gold kind of understands what play is going. Like, you know, when you see the tight end motion back and he's off the ball, you know a sprint pass the opposite way, and you know that they're going to Andrews. I thought that was an opportunity. If, if you really pay attention, listen, I can't ask Huntley to have this type of vision. He's a young player, right? And sometimes you got to use Mark Andrews as a decoy, mm-hmm. right? He has to be the second or third. And I don't like these sprint because you cut the fill off, right? Thank you. You cut the fill off, and now you only give yourself one option. If that's not there, you don't have a throwback, a, a old it play, you know, going back the other way. You don't have a <laughs> you don't have an underneath guy. Like it would be different if the backside guy was coming for maybe a shovel pass. If that's taken away, it's one option. If you look right there, Hollywood Brown's wide open in the back of the end zone because what happens is the post player. They double, and we knew it was going to be double uh, 89. They just did it from, you know, a uh, uh, post-snap, and, and it confused them, right? And, and once again, you talk about – throw Andrews. was also off, though. Yeah, the, 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 the other throw, thing is the, the throw, throw was off, but even, if, but even if it was there, like, you know, he would have had to hold it a little bit longer, and, and the player still gets there. I like plays where you give the quarterback the opportunity to run this athletic quarterback that just scored a touchdown because he dropped back. You gave him options. You know, I would have let him drop back so he could have options. And, hey, you can just throw one up. That's a bad play right there. It's only one option. And, and, and that's, my, that's, my, my, that's, that's my debacle with the entire situation. If you are going to go for it, 
show some creativity in your play calling. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that's been hindering the Baltimore Ravens in their two-point conversion attempts this year is that there's no creativity, right? A lot of things are looking similar. But like Bart just said, I never agree with uh, you're in the tight red zone, right, which already is at, to the defense's advantage. Right or wrong, Bart? Yeah. You have less field to cover. Now you're cutting off half the football field and rolling out. And then you're placing Mark Andrews, who I'm very high on right now, but he's a single receiver. Mm-hmm. Now you only have one option. Huntley's not going to look back backside to to an over route coming to try to hit him on that on, on that play. So I don't. I think Greg Roman. I think I think John Harbaugh they sit down and get more creative with their two point play calls. Now the one last week was creative. The one Andrews is just but, you know, you, they but like me, you just Watt. talked about you can't you can't run that at TJ Watt. Yeah, right, yeah gotta, you got to set the defense. You you shift in motion that way you can get the the player that you want in that position. Exactly. You don't want the arguably the defensive player of the year to be able to have it make that decision because more than likely he's going to make the right play. All right, let's leave that conversation right there. We'll certainly get back to it. Oh, but coming up cut next, the Ravens discussion short ain't that something? I actually it gave a, you. A, it I, was the Knicks. We'll be talking long. We Bing will bong. The Keyshawn J Will and Max podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Beautiful sunrise right there oh, behind no, the Brooklyn Bridge. Keyshawn J. Will Max is the show. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn, Harry Douglas, Bart Scott in with you today. And we go no huddle. <laughs> Let's begin. You know that hit hard. That hit different, though. But did this music, music get you all fired up? It's like Rocky. It's like you don't want to smack the hell out of somebody. <laughs> well, let's do that. You might want to smack the hell out of Kyler Murray and and the Arizona Cardinals who went into Detroit, and who knows what happened there. 30-12, to 12, they take the L in Detroit. Coming off a loss Monday night against the Rams, they missed their chance to get into the playoffs for the first time in 2015 with a win over a team that was favored to beat by nearly two touchdowns. Here is Kyler Murray on the loss. You know, obviously, we didn't come prepared at all. I mean, I think uh, I think that showed out there. You know, no no energy, no juice. Just like we just we just didn't. Uh, like I said, we didn't execute. We didn't come prepared. We got to be better throughout the week. Next week, we got a great you know Indianapolis team coming in. Uh, that you know they're not going to feel sorry for us on Christmas. So yeah, we got we got to lock in and be better. Did they overlook the lines? Did they take this game for granted? What does he mean by we got to be better prepared? Hell yeah, they overlooked it, man. They weren't watching film. They weren't worried about it. They, everybody thought this was Pro Bowl day. What they forgot is, man, these Lions play hard. They bite oh, they no, 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 no. We ain't biting. Listen, they got knocked down. But they, they will bite. and Listen, they started to bite, man. They got technicals. 
What do you call it? T- what do you call it? We got to get a technical shot. Take a ra- shot. They got rabies. They, they, they big Kyle Murray have good. rabies. But I tell you, well I tell you what, Jared Goff, man, for the first time, yep. looked like a decent quarterback. You talking about being twenty-one for twenty-six <laughs> wait, wait, wait. for the first time? Looking like a decent first, quarterback. I'm not gonna let. Fourth four time, first time this year. Man, come on, man. I'm not, but still, I'm not gonna sit up here and let you say for the first time like Jared first Goff was just some year. bomb. Right. Like, well, he, when is. he came, when, No, he is. he's not a bomb, bro. He, he, in Detroit, he's been bum solid. Listen, do you see they skill position players? Have you seen him? Like, come on, you know he. But come on, man. I see. I have they, to watch it. They, I'm contracting. They, they got. They got. They got to get. Play, they got to get more players, man. Yeah, they do. But he's All still right. sorry. He, All right. He's but sorry on the other that. side of this, though, any concern for the Cardinals now? Two weeks in a row. Oh, here? listen. Remember last year when so. when y'all got the call from yes. Arizona. Both of you? Uh, yeah, remember we got the call, right, when I was talking about mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. When things aren't going his way, he get that bad body language. I'm, yeah, glad, he I'm, glad, I'm glad he brought it up because I talked about this last night on primetime, right? Yep. The body language for Kyler Murray bothers me. Horrible, when man. Things are, and, it's not, and it's not He's just right runner. now. It's been his entire career. What do when you mean? things don't go right – He's throwing his hands up. He's Howdy. on the sideline. He's showing, showing people up. Listen, uh-huh. and, and that's that's one of the things that my receiver coach always taught me, Terry Bisky. Listen, one thing you're not going to do, we're not going to show we're not going to show people up, right? You you if anything you need to hash out, you do it behind closed doors. But on national yeah. TV, mm-hmm. we're not going to do that. I had to have a whole HR meeting last year mm-hmm. because I called out Kyler Murray and somebody called me out in Arizona. Yes, and then I was ready for the smoke. And then our good friend John Gambadoro <laughs> had big yeah. problems with you. Yeah, in yeah, Arizona. Love Gambo. All right, let's move on. Next up, so the Steelers beat the Titans, Harry. Hmm. I knew I knew you were waiting on to this. 13. <laughs> Pittsburgh defense forcing so four personal, turnovers, man. three on consecutive Tennessee possessions in the second half. Chris Boswell, four field goals. Ben Roethlisberger, first rushing touchdown. He kind of just fell forward, but all right, we'll give it to him. First rushing touchdown in three years. So the Steelers get their second win over division leader in three weeks. It keeps them right in the playoff hunt. ESPN NFL front office insider Mike Tannenbaum was on the call for that game yesterday you know, for ESPN Radio. He talked about why he still has concerns for the Steelers. They were thoroughly outplayed, you know, play to play. If you look at the whole game, especially Tennessee's shocking ease at which they could run the ball consistently. That and Pittsburgh's inability not to convert third downs. I don't know how they're going to solve that because if we were talking about Tennessee, we'd be like, well, when Julio gets healthy or when A.J. comes back or Derrick Henry, I don't know where that improvement's going to come from if you're the Steelers, and that would be the biggest concern. So your Titans, who you felt like, boy, they win this game, they're right at the very top again. Sitting right there. Meeting on the logo, never ends well. What is going on? Are you more concerned for the Titans or for the Steelers? Um. I'm concerned about the Titans' offense right now. You look at the second half, Han, they go punt. No, excuse me. Let me go down because I got to make sure I say this correctly. The second half, they go punt, punt, fumble, interception, fumble, turnover on downs. There's nothing the Steelers did yesterday to win that football game Mm. but, but create turnovers. Defensively, you look at the offense, Pittsburgh was two for 11 on third downs. Mm -hmm. Two for 11. Right. They didn't have a receiver over 40 yards. They didn't have a running back over, I don't think, 20 yards. Or it may have been 20 yards yesterday. So everything the Titans did, except offensively, was dominate the football game. I just think, I, I, I don't know. This was I mean, a bad they, loss. They, they only scored 19, but they held 
you they can say held this, the Titans at 13. You can say this every week about the Steelers, man. You can say it about the Ravens. Listen, certain organizations, it don't matter, man. They can win ugly. They, they just can win ugly. Away, and, and that, but that's the crazy thing, right? You look up, like, man, how do we lose to them? Don't worry about it. You'll figure it out on Monday, right? It's <laughs> like four, one of those four, things. Four, four turnovers for the Titans. Ben Roethlisberger went down, and he had his Jackie Robinson moment. I think he just probably <laughs> had to poop. He didn't want to do it out next to his teammates. So you, you see him go down in the, in the, in the, like, in the, like he was on the locker room, sit on the steps. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he was doing. Like, he went in there, talked to himself, thought Mike Tom was going to follow. He didn't. Huh? No, this would hurt me. This would hurt me yesterday. Yeah, well, because on the group chat, you yeah. were all fired like, up about. If yeah. they would have won, they'd be the number one seed in the AFC right now. Look, that's yeah, what we call. See, see, athletes don't understand how this works on the media side. Once you're in media, when you call something before the game, that's called the jinx. I don't believe you. That uh, you did. That's, that's all. You touched the money. <laughs> all right, let's move on. So the next game now we're going to talk about is the Buffalo Bills. So they do snap a two-game uh, losing streak. Carolina Panthers, yeah, well, there's a lot going on there with that Yo, franchise. Matt Rule on so they went, yep, 31 14. Josh Allen, all right, they are now looking forward to AFC East showdown, of course, with the Patriots, mm-hmm. the rematch now at Foxborough. They meet for the second time in three weeks. Now, this is after the Patriots, remember, beat Buffalo in Buffalo 14 to 10. Let's listen right now to Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback, if he's done any early scouting of the Patriots. I watched a little bit of it, um, a little past my bedtime, but I mean, it's it's a week to week league. It's the NFL, um, you know, gives us an opportunity, and and we understand that. So, our next ones are most important. Do we trust the Bills? Are they legit? I mean, the Patriots trust just them? looked bad uh, on Saturday. What what do we think of Buffalo? Are they back? What what's the feeling? I, I'll tell you what, I, I don't trust them because I don't believe they're a physical team that you have to be in the That's what AFC. Bart says, yep. That's why I don't trust them. Now, yesterday they tried to establish the run, and I think Josh Allen getting hurt was kind of a blessing in disguise for them because I think they got Singletary going yesterday. So don't understand why Zach Moss is inactive. Like, you want to establish the run game, and you keep talking about how you want to run the football and not have Josh Allen be the guy doing it every week. But you have one of your running backs that I think can help you inactive. Mm. But I, th- I thought they did a decent job of, of getting Singletary off yesterday. Their defense played, played lights out football yesterday as well. But I just don't think they're a physical enough football team to make the Super Bowl in the AFC. Bart, that's what you said about yeah, that. Of course. I, I hate, you know, because, listen, well, they built their team to beat one team. And that's the team that's been their nemesis. That's Kansas, Kansas City, City yep. right? But to get to Kansas City, they got to go through potentially Baltimore, potentially the Colts, potentially the Tennessee Titans, right? So you got to get there. So you got to be careful how you build your team. Because you have to be able to get there first, and you have to be able to get through the New England Patriots as well within your division. So, you know, they have to toughen up. And, listen, I don't understand why they go, don't go with Zach Moss as well because you have to be able to, to salt the game away, and they don't practice that. That's a, it's a gift and a curse to have a quarterback with a tremendous arm. You lean on it too much. You lean on him too much. And when you take that away, then how can you win? They can't counterpunch. You know, but you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see if they learn their lesson. We'll see if they toughen up because if they don't figure out how to set the edges – you know, uh, the Patriots are going to are going to run all over it's them all over again. a huge game now, of course. And, and, and quit front, man. Like, it's past my bedtime. You're a liar. See, I hate when people lie. Keep it real. <laughs> didn't you know, like, man, he watched that whole damn game. Like, what are we talking Bro, about? Bro, he watched that uh, whole Patriots lying, game. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's lying. Like, yeah, you, you got know the, that, You know that's lying. all they're thinking about. And, if, and the Carolina just is a mess as a franchise right now. Like, their yeah. team is a mess. We'll get into that a little bit later yeah, on. But I, I want to add this, too. When you look at offensive linemen, right? Offensive linemen love the run block. Like, I know the Bills' offensive line is saying, damn, we got to go out here and get in a pass block 90 times a game. Like, if, if you know an offensive line loves to run block, 
implement more runs. Stop calling so many pass plays. But I don't think that's what Brian Dable's going to do. Mm-hmm. So that offensive line, they're going to have to figure it out. Yeah, and again, this time of year. They gave up four sacks yesterday. Th- and this time of year, of course, you know, it is about how the ground and pound, as Bar Scott remembers back in the day. All right, last but not least, the Cowboys. Now, they get a little bit closer and closer to their first playoff berth since 2018. I mean, they just smoked the Giants. We got to talk about the Giants. We'll get to the Giants oh, at some point. 21 to 6. And they scored six points. Yeah, they scored a rival 21. game in their best. Man, we'll talk about the Giants later. They're not even worth the time right now. But Demarcus Lawrence and that Cowboys defense, again, strong. Forced a fumble, made two other huge plays, led to 15 points. Dallas defense forced four turnovers for the third straight game. Dak Prescott, 28, 20. That can't be right. How do you go 28, 27? I got to read that better. Yeah, that'll be 37. 2017 yards and a touchdown. Now let's listen to Dak on how the team is playing right now. Uh, yeah, we're definitely building. Um, as I've said before, we're trying to peak at the right time, uh, make sure that we're heading into the postseason uh, with <laughs> momentum, uh, playing some of our, our best ball. Defense is doing that. Offense still has some, some growth to, to do. Um, but as you said, 3-0, and um, three road games, uh, that's big. That's big-headed in the direction where we're going. Um, you'll take these wins any way you can get them. Division win. Uh, yeah, great team win just um, here on the road. Great team win. We're building. This is a team that was, what, 6-1? and one. We're building. We're, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh that's, oh, that's why he said we're building. I'm we're building. Quoting they're, Dave they're, they're not building. Um, what are I, they doing? I think they're this, regressing. I think, I think this offensive unit, they're not on one accord right now. And I don't think it's just Dak. After looking at the overhaul of everything in this offense, you see yesterday C.D. Lamb dropping balls, guys not making plays, guys not finishing routes, running routes, Dak Prescott missing throws. Uh, I think right now what this team needs to do is focus more. And I think Dak needs to take really? it upon his shoulders and tell guys, hey, after practice, let's stay a good 25 more minutes and work on something and hit on things. Meetings, let's meet together a little bit more so we're all on the same page. Those are things that you can do as a, as a franchise quarterback to make sure offensively you are – uh, moving as one in unison as a whole. They always say one band, one sound. Right now, uh, you may see receivers may be over here. The quarterback may be over here. The running backs may be over there. I, I don't think they're, 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 they're on one accord right now, and it shows out there on Sundays. Now, Bart, do you, this would be maddening if you were on the defense of this team because they Dan Quinn has this defense playing fantastic, and yet the offense now, which is – it used to flip. It used to be the offense really good, but the defense is making them have to outscore them – now the defense looks like they're at a place that they could really be a serious contender, and yet the offense is a mess. I'm not so sold on this defense. You're not sold on a defense. Four, man, they, four they went turnovers against, in consecutive weeks. Listen, they went against Jeffrey from Toys R Us, man. What the hell are we talking about, man? <laughs> this guy like, crazy, like, man. like are, are you serious? Like, see, this is food. Actually, Jake Fromm was, this, ended up in that game. Listen, this is classic. Jake food. Fromm couldn't complete a damn yeah, slant. This, but what I'm saying is this is classic fool's goal. Right, you know the same thing. Make you laugh, make you cry. I mean, they went against you know they they went against the Saints. Who's the Saints quarterback? Nobody, right? We talk about Taysom Hill. That's a running back playing, you know, uh, quarterback. They went against Tyler Heineke, right? And now they go against Jeffrey, and then they'll go against Heineke again. I mean, like this is listen. I don't think I think they're gonna have a reality check. We'll see. I'll see if they're legit. You know, well DeAndre Hopkins is not gonna be back for Week 17, but this is a team I think that's you know setting themselves up potentially to be one and done. You're not buying. So you're I, not I, buying. They, 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 they put up 21 points but against the I, Giants. I, I got to give the defense credit though, because Bart, you know, you play in this league now. You know how hard it is to, to get turnovers. This team has gotten four turnovers in the la- each of the last three games. Did you? That's did, not. I understand. I know. I heard what you said. I'm just last, saying. Last time they went against a decent offense, decent offense, 
uh, was week 12. They gave up 36. I mean, they also cool. were had guys out. Remember, they just are getting healthy again the last I, listen, couple of I, weeks. Listen, I understand that. But if this offense can't protect this defense, it's a law of diminishing returns, right? Because they're going to overexpose this defense, right? You know, and, and, and no, listen. I'm not saying this defense is they, – they're just top-notch. I'm saying I love the aspect of it is that they're giving this offense extra possessions, which is huge. Mm-hmm. And it's huge down yeah, the stretch, yeah. and it'll be huge in the playoffs if they can do the same thing. See, but this is the time of the year where you got to tighten everything up, right? It's not about the opponent. It's about making sure you're playing the right way. You got to start peaking. You got to start hitting on all cylinders. You got to start putting complete games, not games as the defense plays well and the offense struggles. It ain't, it ain't footprints right now. It ain't about carrying each other. Right now, it's about you know starting to tighten these screws and plug these holes up. And Dak has to be more efficient. They have to play the right way. These receivers got to complete games. They got to catch balls. You know, listen, I, I'm, listen, I don't think they're playing. Like, the Green Bay Packers are playing the best right now, right? They're, they're one of the teams that's starting to, you know, you see the team win. In the on. NFC, they, they are that team that you're looking at saying, boy, they look like they're really in a, in a groove, playing as well as they can with what they've got. In the AFC, would it be the Colts? Yeah, right? Colts, the Colts, no, Colts listen, that no, Carson Wentz, like, scares me. Like, this dude, yeah, but like, they, like, look what they, they look they, like. They, they let the Patriots back in the game. That game should have been a blowout. Carson Wentz, like, bro, yeah. you only threw the ball 12 times and you threw a pick? What the hell are you doing? Like, in mac and cheese, listen, I got to give mac and cheese some credit. I know I've been the biggest hater on him, but he showed a lot. And I think that loss by them, the way he came back and scrapped back, you know, really, you know, is going to is, – is, that was a good loss for them, right? For them to struggle that said way. Said something about, about them. It, it, said but, something, but, it, but, it forced but it also, him to have to put it in his hands, and he showed that he can come back and make plays to win games. But it also revealed that the thing that everyone's been saying so far to this point, when it comes to crunch time and they got to score points, who's going to be that guy on the outside to get it done for them? Because they had an opportunity. Uh, Bird, he dropped the go route. You've seen uh, the receivers mess up in that game over and over again. So I, I well, kill Harry made a big play down uh, there. And, I mean, this dude's been the biggest we, disappointment in we, the long we, But you need that, that skill position group to make more than one, though, Bart. In the playoffs? You got to make more than one. You need a guy. You need and, a guy. It just has to be at the right moment. Yeah. By the way they play, how they're very, very. Yeah. But it was good guarded. to see Mac and Cheese have that growth, and it was good to see that he like got that game out back. the way. He yeah, got, yeah, he yeah. Got, he got, got that game out the way. He won't throw that many. He won't have those many turnovers. No, because he's a guy who learns from his mistakes, and he doesn't dwell on them either. No. Right? He he moves on from them pretty quickly. Right. Keyshawn J. Will Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, motorcycle insurance. Visit progressive.com. The number is eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. For your thoughts on it, what is wrong with the Cowboys? Do you trust them? And do you, what, what, what the guys are saying that they have to get on the same page, which is an amazing thing to say about the Cowboys when they looked at some point earlier this season like they were going to be finally going to be that team that they thought they could be. And somewhere Stephen A. Smith is snickering because he predicted this when they got them, off to the good start. I'm going to send them some candles. You, they, you think they need to just cleanse the air? Hell yeah. I'm going to send them is some something candles. There's something about Dallas. No, they need some sage, man. No, no, candles. <laughs> they need sage. That's how you cleanse the, the people. You hey, Kyrie to come in with his sage, just wave it around a little bit. Is that is got to make sure you open take? the windows now. You got to let them spirits out of there. <laughs> Whatever it is, they, like, like, again, as you look at the standings, who – and this is probably the first time we've said this in a long time – we keep trying to anoint the true contenders. Yeah. Who would you put if you had to pick one team and put your money on one team? Two most. Two I most. Mean, is there one team you could really trust? Anybody? Listen, listen. <laughs> In the AFC and NFC, both both conferences, because a that makes this really compelling. Because this truly is a year where you feel like almost anyone that's in the playoff hunt can, can go on a run. Almost anyone. Two most dangerous teams 
That's a better way to put it. Go. In, in, the, in, in, in the tournament, if they continue to play and get in, and they're eerily the same, Indianapolis Colts and the 49ers. Oh, I'm those glad are, he brought oh. – those, those are 49ers. the two teams. Don't be spoiling stuff for later on. You oh, stop that right now. Yeah. Those are the two teams that absolutely <laughs> nobody – Wants to play. And, I, and Green Bay is yeah, hoping. Yeah. Green Bay, listen, Green Bay is <laughs> yes. praying to God. They don't listen, meet up with Sam Seven Fran. pound, 12 ounce baby Jesus. <laughs> Please do not let us have to play the 49ers because the way they're built can, can I mean, I'm talking about bludgeoning you and they can play on both sides of the ball. When you can run the football and you got a guy like Trent Williams over there that can take your best pass yeah. rusher and make him look ordinary. Like, you do not want to play those two teams. And those two teams remind us of the ground-and-pound teams that I was a part of, you know, with better quarterbacks. I want to say better quarterbacks, more experienced quarterbacks Fair. that can make enough plays. To, to And all they have to make is a couple. When you're able to be physical like that, physicality rules the day. We can talk about well, – Especially you know, this time of year. Yeah, we can, talk, we can talk about all these, like, you know, all these pretty offenses when it's warm. and When it gets cold and that plastic starts to stiff it up, you better be able to – you better be able to have some, have some, have some foundation to you because you know you uh, have to be able to physicality in the playoffs. I'm oh yeah, no guess, doubt about guess that. Guess what? Guess what? And I said it last night, and I'm gonna touch on it a little later. Uh huh. 49ers is the best team in the NFC West right now. Really? Best team in the NFC West. Right We're now. gonna hang on to that. They're you're you're they gonna they expand on that coming up. So wait, we want to go though to the Dr. Pepper call in line to Carlos in DC. Go ahead, Carlos. Hey, I agree with her and Bart. I see the Cowboys issue, man. I don't trust Mike McCarthy, even though he's won a Super Bowl, and Kellen Moore, boy wonder. He called him plays. He called the same play that threw the that Jack threw the pick last week. I mean, against the scans. Called it yesterday when we should have been running the ball. I just don't think that uh, Dak is putting the ball in a place where the receivers can go and just drop it in the bread basket and keep going. It's just, I don't know. I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, and I don't have – Nearly, if, we, if, it was, if it was defense that can get us to the Super Bowl, then I'll take that. But the D offense, I don't trust it at all. Don't trust um, it. All right, all right. Thanks, Carlos. We got like thirty seconds, Harry. Uh, I, I agree with you. Agree with him? Saying. What he's saying is he's not he's not hitting his target. Like this is a little well, more on that and the play to, call to, to a certain extent. Like it, it, it works hand to hand, right? Guys got to co- correlate together. Uh, the receivers got to be in the right spot. The running backs got to be in the right spot. Tight ends got to be in the right spot. It all goes hand in hand. I, I don't think it's just one guy. Overall, I think it's everybody on the offense. You know, you think about, you know, when you get to this time of the year, right, you're out of tricks, and people start breaking down what you are, the concepts, and how to slow you down. And, you know, whatever it is, you know, teams have figured out how to slow them down. I know a lot of it is self-inflicted. Uh, <laughs> Who's the front runner for MVP? Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. We'll discuss next. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.